Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone, welcome back to Inner Growth Podcast. I am so happy you're here today and I'm so excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about a topic that comes up a lot during the holiday season. The days are getting shorter, the weather is getting colder, and we're entering holiday season officially. This is Thanksgiving week, and then in just a little bit, we'll be in December, and we'll be in even more holiday mode with Christmas around the corner, New Year's, and an interesting thing is that this entire year has been the year that I have traveled the most in my entire life. So it's also the year that I have been the most out of routine in my entire lifetime. And it's been very much so of an adjustment. I have had to learn a lot through this experience because while traveling is amazing, so fun, you get so many cool experiences from traveling and seeing new things and meeting new people and eating yummy food, it's also really hard to have a routine. And that was a big adjustment for me because during the pandemic, I was so on my like routine grind, waking up at the same time every day, sleeping at the same time every day, pretty like regular routine with movement and home-cooked meals and meditation and all of that. And then after graduating college and then starting to work and then working for myself and being in this very much so nomadic type of lifestyle, I struggled a little bit with finding my groove and with finding a routine. And I almost had to accept being out of routine and learn to work with it instead of against it. And learn to be able to eat out and to go out and to have these experiences and learn to navigate if my body changes or learn to navigate not having a kitchen sometimes and it's been challenging in some ways but it's also been really rewarding in other ways and I think that during the holiday season that's something that comes up a lot right the aspect of I'm out of routine maybe I'm visiting family I'm not in my own home I'm not in my own space I have less control over my routine or maybe I'm going to be eating foods that I don't eat on my day-to-day and that's a big topic around this time of year in my eyes and then another big thing too is the element of food and our relationship to our bodies as well as our relationship to our families and our loved ones I think that tends to come up a lot during this time of year. And so I wanted to make this video and this podcast episode for anyone listening on the podcast. I'm actually recording this and it's going to be up on YouTube. But anyway, I wanted to make this podcast because I wanted to talk about it. And I wanted to also help you guys by giving you guys some tangible tips, some tangible takeaways and mindset shifts to embody during this time, this holiday season so that you can show up in your power and you can also work through any triggers that come up and just feel more empowered, more vibrant, more like tuned into yourself during these times. So that said, 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays, they can also be so fun and such a good time to lean into joy and lean into a positive mindset and an abundance mindset. So that's also something that I wanted to mention too. It's not all triggers and lack of routine and negativity, right? It's also an amazing time. And I think that's something to lean into as well. But the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is the element of family and being around family members during this time. Because at least for me, in my own experience, a lot of the times when I'm around my family, you know, older generations especially, sometimes they don't have as much awareness around certain comments that they make and how that might affect those around them. So one example is if a family member comments on your weight or on your physical appearance. I think that's something that is normalized in our society, but I personally don't like that. And I sometimes get a little triggered by it. And I've learned to work through that a lot because I grew up in a Latina Brazilian family where it's very common for a family member to comment on other people's, other family members' weight and weight changes. So if someone gains weight, calling them chubby, you know, in even Latin America, a lot of the times nicknames like gordo, which means literally fat, are quote unquote loving nicknames. And so it's very normalized to talk about weight. And even so in other cultures, I know as well, but there's a lot of judgment that can come from other people whether they realize that they're judging or not. And that can be really hard. You know, if someone turns to you and they say, oh my God, like you look different. Did you gain some weight? Or, oh, you look chubbier. Or even the opposite end, right? If someone's commenting on how little you're eating. Oh my gosh, you you should eat more. Go get a second serving. Oh, you didn't finish your plate. And that can be challenging, right? And so I wanted to talk about it because first and foremost, I just wanted to tell you that you're not alone if you're experiencing that in any way it's very common for that to come up during the holidays and in my own experience when it's come up there's been times where i've gotten really triggered by it and then there's been times when i've been able to navigate it from a more empowered place in a little bit of a better way and so what i've learned first and foremost is that when that happens when someone makes a comment about your weight it's such a reflection of their mindset much more than it is something actually about you And in the book, The Four Agreements, which is a book I really love, that's something that is mentioned very strongly in the book is that even if someone is criticizing you to your face, saying you're a horrible person, judging you, it's literally not about you. And it's really hard to like wrap your head around that. But truly, the way people treat other people is a reflection of how they treat themselves, how they think of themselves. So if someone is making a comment about their weight, maybe when they were younger, they received a lot of those comments, so they think it's okay. Or if someone's making a comment about your weight, it's because they judge their own body and their own weight a lot. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is just because that happens and maybe it's more normalized than we think, it doesn't mean it's okay. It doesn't mean it should be normalized, right? It doesn't mean that it should be acceptable for that to happen. And that's where setting boundaries becomes really important. And A lot of the times too, you know, setting boundaries can be a little bit hard with family members. And also sometimes because it might be a sensitive area, you might get more reactive than you would like. Maybe you would overreact or get really upset because someone made you feel less than or not so worthy. And that's actually something that happened recently in my own family as I got home for Thanksgiving. It wasn't really about my weight. It was about my skin tone. You know, when I was living in Florida with my family, I was always tan and... I live in New York where it's getting dark at like 5 p.m. There's no sun. I'm not tanning every week. 
whereas I would normally do that in Florida. So my skin tone is a little bit different. I'm a little bit more pale. And my dad made a comment about it a couple days ago and I got so sensitive because there's been multiple times when I've arrived home and I've received a comment like that. Like, oh my gosh, you're pale or you look tired or you look sickly or whatever. And that's kind of made me start to judge my own skin tone when I'm not tan, not feeling as confident. And that's something I've worked on over the last few months is loving myself and feeling whole and feeling complete and feeling beautiful, even if my skin tone looks different. And that can be the case, you know, with so many different things, you know, it can be regarding your weight, your hair, your face, your acne, whatever. But if someone makes a comment about it, sometimes it can be really hard to kind of contain that reaction, to contain that reactivity and wanting to like get defensive or lash out in the moment because it's a sensitive area, right? It's just truly just a wounded, sensitive place that sometimes when it gets triggered, it's hard to respond versus then react. But what I learned from this experience I had this week and in general is that these can be really important teaching moments, right? It can be a moment where you choose to show up as your higher self, where you choose to be the higher person and to say, yeah, maybe I did gain some weight. Is that bad? Is that a problem? Or just saying, yeah, you know, our weight oscillates and that's normal. Or if someone makes a comment about your plate that you're not eating enough, you can just say, well, that's how much I want to eat right now. Maybe I can have a second serving or I can eat later or I can eat the leftovers tomorrow. The food is amazing, but that's how much I need right now to nourish myself. And remembering that if you don't finish your entire plate because you're full, that's okay. You know, I was taught when I was younger that you have to eat everything on your plate and to not throw food away. But then that sometimes causes you to not respect your body and not honor it, you know, and overeat, even if you're already full. So remembering that it's okay to listen to your body, even if that means that you're doing something that's different than what your family's doing or what's normalized. And that if people make comments about it, which family members can be very like (laughs) unfiltered, like sometimes family members don't think about the effect of their words or they're just super comfortable around you and they will say stuff that they don't realize is not like normal to say or even helpful to say so it's about you know sometimes seeing the humor in it and also giving them compassion and knowing that your family members are also imperfect and they might be struggling with their body image or their relationship to food because I think our generation like the younger generation you know people who are in their 20s 30s right now We have a different mindset than the people who are like in their 40s, 50s, 60s and above. And we're more aware of our own healing journeys, of our relationship with food. I think there's been a movement to talk more about these things in the younger generations. And so it's also about just being compassionate and respecting the fact that these people might just be in a different stage of their own healing journey. So that's the first thing I really wanted to talk about. And I think it's a really important topic. Now, the next thing is regarding your routine, right? Regarding embracing being a little bit off of routine during times of the holidays, during times of seeing family. Even if you're in your own home and you're not traveling and you're not really going anywhere, sometimes it can still feel like the holiday season is different when it comes to your routine. And if you're someone like me who loves routine, who loves your self-care habits, sometimes this can feel a little bit destabilizing, but... The way that I alchemize this into growth and into something good at the end of the day is using this as an opportunity 
to find flexibility and to be adaptable. And so that's what I would recommend to you. And also there's ways to tune into your routine and to adapt your routine during these times. And that's where the flexibility comes in, right? So if your routine is still really important to you and you want to find a way to still continue with some of those self-care habits, maybe it's movement, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's just breath work or whatever it is, it's finding the smallest, easiest way to do that. So for example, maybe you don't have access to a gym or the usual workout class that you go to. Instead, what you can do is basically just go on a walk or do a home workout that doesn't require any equipment or just doing a stretch in your bedroom before you sleep or in the morning. Or if you're someone who likes to meditate, maybe it's going to be harder to meditate in your usual spot at home. So maybe just find a shorter meditation to do or just take five deep breaths when you first wake up. So finding tweaks to that. And that's if you're someone who loves routine. If you're not someone who loves routine, then this doesn't really apply. But the other thing I also really wanted to talk about, which is a big topic here, is food and exercise and all of that in the sense of holidays and in the context of holidays, right? I think there's a lot of diet culture around that uses words like sweat off your Thanksgiving meal or, you know, earn your Thanksgiving meal by doing a workout in the morning of or whatever it is. And that can be really toxic and can be really hard to navigate. And so the most important thing here is remembering, literally reminding yourself, even if no one else says this to you, even if this is the only thing you do during this holiday season, and even if other people around you have this other mindset that I just shared, this diet culture mindset of you need to sweat off the food, you need to earn your food. If you didn't work out, you shouldn't eat enough, you shouldn't eat as much as you want, whatever it is. Even if that's the case, even if that's the environment that you're in, you have to remember and you have to remind yourself that you are worthy of eating and that food and sharing yummy food with loved ones is such a source of connection, of joy, and it's an experience that looking back, you're going to wish you would have experienced it fully. So that's the first thing is just remembering that these moments are so special and that you deserve to enjoy them as much as the next person. And so remember that, remind yourself of that and remind yourself that you don't have to earn your food. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You're worthy of eating regardless of how much you've moved your body. And if you eat a little bit more than normal during the Thanksgiving day or Christmas day or any of these holidays, it's a part of it. And it can be so enjoyable if you lean into it and it's not going to ruin your progress, quote unquote. It's just a part of the experience. And again, it's about embracing that and mindset versus an or mindset. I talk a lot about this, right? An or mindset is an all or nothing mindset. It's either I do all the healthy things and have a perfect routine or I let it all go out the window and I binge and I overeat and I forget about my routine and then I spend this block of time where I'm disconnected from it. Instead, you can embrace the and mindset, which is I can eat an amazing Thanksgiving meal and enjoy it fully and be happy and connect with my loved ones and allow myself to have these awesome experiences and I can work out if I want to because it makes me feel good or because it helps me show up as my higher self or because it gives me energy in the morning or I can work out because I just simply want to 
And the next day after Thanksgiving, I can allow myself to eat normally. Or another example of the and mindset, I can eat breakfast on Thanksgiving day and eat my Thanksgiving meal because I deserve to have multiple meals a day. It's just those little mindset shifts and those little reminders that sometimes we forget, right? Is that you're worthy of eating. You're worthy of these amazing experiences. You're worthy of connecting with others over yummy food. You're worthy of celebrating the holidays to the fullest. And also one day, like a Thanksgiving day, Christmas day, whatever, if you eat a little bit more, it's not going to ruin your progress. It's about returning to your balance point and not letting the guilt, the shame, the self-judgment pull you into a loop that causes your mindset to be worse and then causes you to overthink, to restrict the next day or to just be in this guilty energy. You can let go of that. You have the power to choose differently. You have the power to change patterns. If this is something that's happened to you in previous Thanksgivings, previous Christmases, previous holiday seasons, you have the power to change that pattern in this holiday season. And that's so impactful and so powerful and so within your reach. So I wanted to remind you of that. And I think that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to talk about in this episode. I wanted to keep it pretty short and sweet because my message here is pretty clear, right? And I think we covered a lot between dealing with family members who might be difficult and dealing with triggers if they come up, if people comment on your food, your weight, your plate, whatever it is. And then also more personally, you know, in your relationship to self, navigating the limiting beliefs that might arise around foods you're allowed to eat or not, quote unquote, or, you know, your relationship to exercise during these times and remembering that you're allowed to eat and you don't have to overcompensate for that with movement. But also if you're like me and you feel more energized when you move your body and more frequently, finding a way to move your body in a way that feels good, in a way that doesn't feel forced, and that if it's coming from a place of self-love, that's a way to reframe. And also remembering that you have the power to shift timelines and to shift your beliefs and to shift your relationship to the holidays. Literally today, you have that power, but it comes down to your mindset and it comes down to how you choose to show up and how you choose to think of this time. And embracing that it's a little bit different, that it's a little bit less routine than normal, and also embracing that that's beautiful. So that's everything for this episode. I hope it helped you. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving, an amazing holiday season, and thank you so much for tuning in. If this helped you, I would really appreciate if you shared it with a friend or shared it on your story and tagged us at innergrowth.co on Instagram. And also message me at the Carolina Lifestyle or innergrowth.co on Instagram if there are any takeaways that resonated with you. And so with that said, I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And before then, I hope you water yourself and I can't wait to continue supporting your growth. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.